I'm Vanessa Marshall. I play Harrison Dula on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to Hanging with Team Kanan. You are now hanging with Team Kanan, and I am Katrina, and with me are my two co-hosts, Jeremy Conrad. Hello, Jeremy. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good. I am ready to talk about the Rebels' complete mistreatment of Darth Maul in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have Jonah Barivas-Cias. Hello, Jonah. How are you? Hey, Katrina. I'm doing Right, I am excited to talk about how the rebels should have killed them all in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so excited that season three is on now because this is going to be for as long as Maul is involved with everything. This is going to be a very interesting show. So I guess without further ado, I, let's get straight into the episode. First and initial thoughts: Maul is back, and he has a new objective. And are we excited for Maul or are yes. we a little tired of Maul or like what's going on here? Let's start with Jonah. Yes. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm actually, <laughs> I was rewatching the episode and I kept laughing at Maul's lines. Like he has a, del- Sam Witwer is just, he's a genius at delivery yes. and execution and certain lines just made me crack up this guy is evil but he still has a way with words where he makes you laugh (laughs) (laughs) so i am i am intrigued by the fact that he's still around but then again it's like die already you know (laughs) my brother it's funny (laughs) my brother passed by the television this one time and he's like he's still alive he's like fifty thousand years old <laughs> oh man! I, I this, well, this is the thing too. I mean, I like Maul now more than I've ever liked him before because he is just loony enough to have a sense of humor, and I love that about him. Even though it, it it's because he's been through so much trauma and his life has been just absolutely horrible until he became a bad guy, and then everything kind of went all right every once in a while for him. I, I don't know. I, I love that. You can see how much of a character he's developed into. And I think that uh, you're completely right. Sam Whitworth's delivery of this is just amazing. Like, I'm I'm so excited. Jeremy, what, what do you have to say about that? He Mom? is not loony. <laughs> <laughs> you were, like, personally offended by that. <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he's, like... One of the ultimate chess players in the entire galaxy right now at this point in time. 
Come on, give him some credit. He took over the Mandalorians. He I know. He outsmarts <laughs> the rebels crew at every turn. This is he true. had an object. Yeah. He had an objective, and he completely he achieved it. He completely well, achieved his objective. Let's, let's be honest here. The rebels have been outsmarted by Hondo before, so there's a it's scale. Hondo is not quite at Darth Maul's level. He's just below. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes there's Darth Maul, and right behind him, there's Hondo. Sometimes Secondly. it feels like a Wampa could outsmart the rebels' crew, but. <laughs> I digress. No, Maul, I mean, I just, between Sam Witwer's brilliance and just the way they have Maul place everybody in a situation where he can succeed, and then he does continue to succeed is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Yeah, you'll have people be like, oh, that guy's still alive? He got cut in half. and uh, <laughs> he, he willed himself to stay alive. That's incredible. He is one of the strongest users of the Force, light or dark, in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. I think and this I, is a, a good time to remind listeners that Dark Horse, this is a really good time, actually. I was thinking about going and doing this, but the Dark Horse run of Darth Maul comics, the miniseries, is a really good thing to reflect on right now as we're starting this new season. Yes. But sorry, go on. That It just that hit me. As you were talking about his history, I was like, oh, everybody has to go back and read that comic right and you can, now. And you don't have to pay $700 for the collection mm-hmm. on eBay. They have it digitally now. So yes. you can still go on and get it. I think you can get it through Marvel Digital, actually. Most likely. Yeah, but, the, uh, the subscription service, you can get it through now. But yeah, don't pay $700 for the trade paperback. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. Go on. But I just... When he's sitting with... Okay, well, you know what? We'll get there. Let's get into the actual episode. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk about Maul right off the bat because he is such a a focal point of this episode. Like, last episode was kind of setting up what's happened over the past six months, but it didn't really give us much of a hint as to where Maul took off to once he escaped. But Maul has a very direct objective now, and we're going to get to that really soon. I'm really excited for what that objective might be. But first, back to the crew of the Ghost. Ezra and Kanan had another great episode together, in my opinion. And um, I think I want to start off with Jonah's thoughts on how Ezra's kind of progressing. Because he was very dark, Yes, like this, I want to say yesterday, last episode. And this episode, he's kind of back on that border. Back to where he's, he's considering, like, using the light side of the forest the right way. But what do you think? Right. Yeah, I I found it interesting in my rewatch that he's willing to use the holocron in a way that if he has to sacrifice himself to better the galaxy, he will do it. Like he will corrupt himself if it meant that his friends and his loved ones would be able to live and and rid the galaxy of the Sith. Like that's that was my impression when when he kept asking about the Sith holocron. I also like the fact that we get to a point where Kanan tells him to trust him. Trust me. I'm telling you to go a certain direction. And he decides to go a different direction, specifically when he's in the cave. So I'm jumping ahead a bit. When he says, trust me again, later on in the episode, specifically referring to the joining of the two holocrons, Ezra actually pays attention to him. He he doesn't do the opposite. He doesn't go for what he's really wanting to do, which is to seek out what 
the answer to destroying the Sith. And I found that to be very telling. Like this guy, he's so desperate, but at the same time, he understands that there's a point where he has to stop. He has to stop and think about his actions and pay attention to the person who's advising him. The person who essentially knows best is his master. And that moment in that cave when he apologizes, and then Kanan tells him that I never blamed you, that what happened happened it was just like it it just got to me it was just like this is so beautiful Mm. (laughs) Uh, but yeah those two I mean I loved Anakin and Obi-Wan I love that they had this brotherly relationship and you see it more in Star Wars The Clone Wars than you do in the movies in the movies it came off more as like he's my dad I'm his son sort of relationship and I I definitely love the Kanan and Ezra relationship more because it's it's more loving I would say and I mean that's the complete opposite of what the Jedi want but that's definitely where they should have gone that entire time because they lacked compassion and that was what fought them what ended up screwing them over Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jeremy? I think it's my favorite Kane and Ezra interaction of the entire show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's and then, and then I love the moment after they hugged when I, I I can't watch this show without thinking how you two react anymore. By the way, <laughs> like when they hugged, I was like Jonah's bawling and Katrina's fist pumping, and then the Bendu gives his knowing smile and like head nod, and I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Then yes. he knows that Jonah's yes. crying and Katrina's fist pumping. <laughs> when Maul, whenever Maul did anything, you know, successfully, and I, I, I just thought of you being like, yes, and you know, just kill happy in your way. <laughs> I oh, just we'll get there. Yeah. Like, with, with uh, with Kane and Ezra, I just I didn't see it coming at first. I thought Ezra was going to get the holocron and come out and they were going to get into another fight, but Kanan would take the high road because Kanan's starting to get a little bit of Yoda in him. But not mm-hmm. to the point where he's annoying like Yoda. <laughs> you know, talking no, like riddles. No, but like wise and speaking beyond beyond comprehension, you know what I mean? Like yeah. make, pushing you in the direction without directly telling you what you need to know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like sending them to Malachor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and But like I thought... When I saw him go the opposite way in the cave, I was like, come on, Ezra. Yeah, I know. I know. Did you I- shave all the brains off with the rest of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> and just, and I, I was like, come on. Because even when um, Kanan takes his lightsaber and the Bendu says, why did you take his weapon? And Kanan says he needs to learn to do things and not rely on this. He's completely right. Ezra still focuses completely on like brute force or using his lightsaber and being aggressive, getting out of situations and Kanan trying to teach him that there's other ways. I I feel like once they had that moment in the cave and then you see them get to the holocron and they together take it away and he starts to freak out again and he says, no, be calm. Don't be I forget exactly what he says right now, but uh, he says be, uh, walk in peace or yeah, leave walk in peace. peace. Like don't be an agitator because you end up starting mm-hmm. things. You need to relax. If they wouldn't have had that moment in the cave together, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I, I just, I really like seeing them in a more personal relationship, even though Kanan is not his one true master. And that is Darth Maul. <laughs> and later on in the episode, we see them finally, come back together and all is right in the world <laughs> i love that maul said our apprentice at one point yes i, I was like oh, God. please can we just have them like 
not even with lightsabers. Can we just have Kanan and Darth Maul get into a fist fight for <laughs> for Ezra? Like they are both struggling for Ezra, and they just like have to result like forget the Force. Let's just settle this as the two masters. And of course, Darth Maul went <laughs> and went last thing when they're in the cave. Kanan he walks ahead of Ezra. And there's this great shot of his ponytail bouncing around and blowing around in the wind. I love that. Again, <laughs> totally calling it. That was for us. <laughs> we I need know. to gift that. That needs to be our official gift. <laughs> I, I like. I texted my friend. I'm like, his hair is so swishy. <laughs> They're listening, man. Thank you, thank you, animators. <laughs> uh, one thing I wanted to say about that are. Padawan, our apprentice, I like my mind totally went a different way. I was like, they need to have a sitcom where it's, you know, two dads. My two dads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two dads. I love Ezra. that show. <laughs> like, that would be amazing. <laughs> I just imagine, what was that movie that um, Mark um, Walk- uh, Wahlberg? Oh, no. Wahlberg, Wahlberg. I kept thinking Mark Hamburg because he has Wahlbergers. Anyway. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, I think it's him in this movie, and then Will Ferrell uh, oh, or somebody yeah, yeah, else. Yeah. And they they were like competing for their kids' attention. One of them was like the stepdad, and one was was the real dad. And now I just want a Photoshop of Kanan and and Maul like in that movie. Amazing. <laughs> and Kanan's like the the vanilla dad, and Maul is like the motorcycle dad. Yes. Um, oh, obviously. <laughs> I need fan art of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want somebody that's really good at Photoshop to make a short like thirty second trailer of that, please. <laughs> like all riding up on a motorcycle in a leather jacket and be like, Ezra, hey, what's up? Just yes! ride my hog. And Kanan is in his sweater vest, <laughs> <laughs> carrying a coffee mug yes! <laughs> with, with this ponytail switching behind oh, him. Oh yes. Perfect. He's already got the ponytail. Yes, that's true. Die. And that's actually what they're working on for the next show. <laughs> that's why Dave Filoni is now working on a new show, you guys. It's about Kanan and, and, and Maul, my two dads. My Perfect. two dads. <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> uh, but moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's another significant? I really like the Bendu. The Bendu showing up again. I, I oh, love that. Yeah. And his mm-hmm. troll laugh. Like, I love that. Ha 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 ha. That's amazing. <laughs> can, you, can you do that again? <laughs> <laughs> we need to edit that into the intro of this podcast. <laughs> that was a perf. I thought the Bendu was talking to me. <laughs> Oh gosh! I like how Ezra thought he was crazy for a minute. Like, dude, there's nothing here. Yeah, yeah. Like he thought Kanan was going crazy. Like, I don't think your friend's here. (laughs) Big guy, small guy. No, I I loved, and and it's really interesting that um, because the Bendu seems like one of those characters that you could overplay really easily. Like, if he appears in every episode, but I was excited to see him right away returning to the show like even if he doesn't come back for a little while it was really great to see him work with Kanan and Ezra because he really I think his presence there and what he taught Kanan before really helped Kanan inside of that cave in his role of Jedi Master you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah what I'm really hoping is that they don't use him as like 
we need to explain the problem or we um, anytime we have any questions, we can just go ask the Bendu. You know what I mean? But I want yeah. to hear more about I, the yeah, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like I want, I want Ezra and Kanan to figure things out on their own a little bit here and there, and not just be like, "Oh, well, we have this being who knows everything." Apparently, so let's just go ask him. Mm. I would like to see Hera interact with the Bendu. That would be an interesting oh, conversation. Interesting. <laughs> Even though I'm very mad at Hera. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, no way! Why are you mad at Hera? <laughs> okay, we'll get into it. Was your tour not good enough? And what's how? What's- how dare she lead that horrible attempt at escaping and murder all of Darth Maul's new bo- uh, droids? <laughs> How dare she? They weren't necessarily new, though. Yeah, they seem pretty old. <laughs> all of his friends are dead now because of Hera. But I love, I love that they used that magnetizing trick to get him on the ceiling, which was yeah, pretty was cool. Crazy. But yeah, that didn't work. Nope, because he's smarter yeah, than all of them. That was a very bad idea. <laughs> yeah, and I love, I love the reference to Mandalorians. Yes, uh, I was about, I was just about to say that. Yeah. yeah, when he was talking to Sabine, and he's like, "You of all people should be on my side. I ruled your people." And then and Zev's like, "Is that true?" And she said, "Unfortunately." <laughs> She should no. What she should have said was yes, and he was a wise and powerful ruler. <laughs> oh, Jeremy! I'm excited to see Sabine's future interactions with Maul, though. Like, I hope she does get to spend, uh, and not not fra- phrasing it wrong, but I hope she gets to spend more time with Maul. As no, that's perfect. Yes, yes. In the in the two dads show, she's actually the girl next door. <laughs> <laughs> She's the girl that Ezra has a crush on exactly. next door. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, like, and then Maul tries to help him they, out. They like, do an episode where, like, he wants to ask her to the school dance. And Kanan's like, you have to respect her and be like, oh. And Maul's like, no, dude, just go up and ask her, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're just writing this show oh, for them. <laughs> I know, right? We got to stop this. They got to start paying us. Hold on. <laughs> I, but I loved I loved that those interactions with the the crew and Maul because before it you know the people who spent the most time with him were Ezra and Kanan and not to skip all the way to the end of the episode because I'm really excited to talk about this so I kind of want to get to it right away but on the topic of Maul right near just the end of that uh, the episode where he got where where the holocrons kind of joined that's a moment that I've been waiting for ever since I saw it in the trailer. And I'm excited to think to see what you guys think of the the twin sons revelation because obviously we're thinking about Tatooine here. Are we? Or Jakku? <laughs> well, Jakku uh, or Jakku, as some people would say. Jakku. Who says ja- GIF or Jif? Jakku or Jakku? Lothal or Lothal? <laughs> It's Lothal. I just, oh my gosh. I say Lothal. <laughs> um, but yeah, Twin Sons. That was an interesting reference. First of all, first of all, I found it very interesting that some people were just totally opposed to the whole fusion of the Holocrons thing. I thought it was genius. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was a natural flow <laughs> of the whole Force concept. Like, just 
joining those two together, these are two library, like what Ezra said, these are archives of information. If you join those two archives of information, you're going to get even more information beyond what you would have gotten if they were separate. So like, that's just natural for me. I thought that was genius. But some people were totally opposed to it. I'm like, well, I'm just going to ignore this right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why you would be opposed to it. It's an interesting concept. And I mean, when you're introducing holocrons into the world where there's no quote unquote no Jedi and only two Sith, then why wouldn't you do something like that? There there has to be a purpose for them. Yeah. And they naturally see force visions anyway. So if something's aiding them in the process, I don't see that being unnatural. It's just it's just It's not something you just stick in a drawer and then every once in a while Obi Wan pops out and says, <laughs> Trust in the boss. <laughs> yeah, like some people would have preferred if the Obi the Obi Wan message had popped up instead. I'm like, that's kind of boring because we've already seen it and And then the mall would have been like, I know that guy. <laughs> Like, do we have to listen to this whole thing? Really? But, but yeah, yeah I, I love that concept and the whole twin sons thing. When Ezra said that, I was like, "Holy snap! They actually, they're actually going there." <laughs> well, here's my th- okay. Jumping ahead to the end, while we're talking about this, when Maul says he's alive, there are two things popped into my head. Either he somehow knew about Padme giving birth, and he's talking about Luke Skywalker, or Savage. I think he's actually talking Savage. about Obi-Wan. Yeah, I, I thought he would be talking about Obi-Wan and that the vision Ezra saw had to do with Luke yeah. or the Skywalker even, that, bloodline that in general. didn't even enter my brain to oh, think Obi-Wan. Really? Nope. Yeah, wow. I totally got Obi-Wan from it. And and I, I was trying to think of who else would it be? Maybe Darth Sidious, because not everyone knows that Emperor Palpatine is Darth Sidious. So I thought maybe it's him, but I, I think the way that they had connected it to twin sons and how Ezra saw Luke, and he, I think he would have seen Obi-Wan. Mm. I See, I thought Savage. That was my number one guess was Savage. But that would have that would give him hope. I mean, in a twisted way, seeing Obi Wan would give him hope as well. Like he asked, like he told Ezra, that's what he was hoping to see. But maybe seeing Savage there would give him hope. I think the hope he was talking about. And it's funny because I was I was sort of sad for him for like a microsecond before I realized, oh gosh, this oh, is Maul. Let him in. No, no, this is a bad guy. He's evil. And honestly, he's the type of guy who likes to crush hope. If nobody else has it, that makes him the happiest guy in the galaxy. So the fact that he was looking for hope and then Ezra actually found that hope, which is Luke. Yeah, like I I just did not see it as him looking for a happy ending. I saw it as him looking for hope for him to that kind of hope for him to be able to vanquish his enemies that's the kind of hope that he wants like i i wish this would happen (laughs) so we're going with we think he saw luke and obi-wan on tattooing then yes i don't know that he saw luke or obi-wan ezra i don't think he might have clearly seen either of them oh no but i bet you he it's just like that's where that's where the way to defeat the sith is that's where it is but i think Obi-Wan, uh, or I think Maul definitely saw Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. does that mean we could get an Obi-Wan Darth Maul showdown on Tatooine episode? That's the thing. Like, I don't really mm-hmm. see them 
going that way. Like for them to do that, yeah. that they would have like this isn't Clone Wars. They don't jump around from character to character. Like they had b- that episode Bounty where they focus on Asajj and Boba. Like they don't do that in this series. It's mainly focused around the Ghost Crew. But when Kanan says to Ezra, you know, I hope we can find out together. Maybe they follow them all to Tatooine. Maybe. Yeah, not in the next episode, though, because that next episode is a different, completely different plot. I haven't watched. I didn't see scenes for the next episode. I haven't watched any interviews. I haven't read any interviews. I didn't even watch Rebels Recon yet because I wanted to talk to you guys about it blind. Ah, I see. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, fair enough. Did you have any thoughts regarding the whole searching for Obi-Wan, Katrina? I think I think it's going to be really interesting to see how relationships are managed if they do go to Obi-Wan because uh, you know there's no possible way that Luke could meet Kanan and Ezra and know that they are Jedi. No. And and that's the thing like already getting them close to Leia and showing that they were a Jedi is a thing but she knows the Jedi she's used to them. Luke is on a backwater planet where they do not exist. So right. That, I think, is going to be interesting if that's something that they're going for. But I don't know. I mean, there's there's things I, can, I, I want to say about how the Jedi are being managed around each other. But that's something I'm going to have to save for when we res- review the Ahsoka novel. Aha, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So I can't say anything about it yet. But... I think it's going to be interesting to see if Maul does go after Obi-Wan or who Maul is after either way, because, I mean, he doesn't have much of a... I mean, he would have a grudge against Anakin. So that's another thing, uh, because a lot of people think that Anakin Skywalker himself is dead. I'm pretty sure that Maul knows that Palpatine is Palpatine, but as far as where Anakin is, where Obi-Wan was, and all that, all the surviving Jedi or anybody that he might want to get revenge on... He didn't know that before whatever he just saw. Mm, mm-hmm. If they go to Tatooine and we find Obi-Wan and him and Maul do whatever they're going to do and the ghost crews, can they get away with going to Tatooine and not showing Luke? Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Would and- you prefer them to go that way or would you rather have one scene where like Luke sees the ghost take off and he's like tinier or however old he is at this point he's same age as ezra it'd be cool yeah it'd be cool if he uh if he saw the ghost departing from maz eisley that way yeah that'd be pretty cool and it was just like oh luke's watching his ship and he's like oh i wish i could go out and yeah yeah like that brush yeah yeah and then you have oh and you have the jedi theme play and everybody cries (laughs) 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 it could be an interesting mirror to that scene in the force awakens when ray watches yeah. that ship go off as well yeah yeah definitely although that would be another connection to the whole <laughs> the skywalker oh, theory yeah. which i'm like no she's not <laughs> we've never talked about the force awakens on this show really no we haven't no we just not mentioned yet. that we saw it yeah no i don't think she's a, a, a skywalker i'm jumping up over to the ending <laughs> I don't I don't want her to now. I know we're getting way off topic, but I've got the Ray and BB-8 hot toy this weekend. Oh, nice. It's amazing. But the more I looked at it, I'm like, can you just not be related to anybody and just be a really powerful force user, please? Yeah, that's what I want. (laughs) Uh, I am fine either way. I feel like if she is a Skywalker, it's not going to be the biggest deal of the next movie or the movie after that or any movie. I think it's just going to be like, oh, whoops, 
and then some bigger thing is going to happen. Did you guys see the crazy two theories on the internet the last two weeks? I don't know if these are, maybe I just found them. One of them was that if it's Boba Fett Windu one. I'm not entertaining that. <laughs> no, what? No, this one's weird. This one says Boba Fett is Snoke. Oh God! <laughs> and, and that, and then the other one is that Han is not really Ben Skywalker's father or Ben Solo's father. Oh geez, Whatever. some I was people. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, and my cousin, my cousin just recently is recently getting into the animated shows. And he's like, did you read this theory? I'm like, don't read any of that, please. <laughs> if you want Star Wars information, get it from me. I will give you legitimate sources. <laughs> Seriously. Fan, fan to- theories are fun, but oh, goodness, do some of them really miss the mark? <laughs> I, I direct them to my the, the back of my car, which has a Your Snoke Theory Sucks on it. Oh, <laughs> I have that sticker on my laptop. It's made a very good impression at work. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody talks to me about Snoke. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. We, we pulled way off topic. Uh, That's okay. We, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all fun and games here. I quite enjoy it. Um, it's all Star Wars. So, all the time. So the the wrap up of the episode, we saw we've already theorized on who Maul is talking about. Where do you think Ezra is going to go with the information he's obtained? To Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Fair enough. laughs> I think. Yoda, what's this? Um. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I think I think he's going to commune with Yoda again, and he's going to ask him what it could all possibly mean. And then he's going to give them some other answer, that which will lead to someone else's death. <laughs> I, Are you I just like funny Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yoda. I love Yoda. It's just uh, you know okay. sometimes sometimes it's frustrating. You know you you want you expect answers, they give you something else, and you know but stuff he happens. Where you need to be. I I I, I guess. <laughs> Um, but something that I briefly wanted to say, like I personally would love to see the the whole thing about Maul and and you know if it is Obi Wan and Tatooine, I'd love to see that play off as a comic book, uh, like a tie in comic. I I don't want them to really focus on it. I mean, you know, there are twenty two episodes. Uh, I think in the season they haven't really confirmed it. Like, like, it would be great to see that as a comic book because then the focus is still on the ghost crew in the, in the actual series. And then when Maul pops back in to the series, because he does, that's where they end up going to Dathomir. Or, you know, those scenes that we saw with the the green misty eyes. So, uh, yeah, that's my, my thoughts on it. Awesome. So are there any other thoughts before we wrap up the episode this week? Darth Maul is the best. Oh, and, and then <laughs> touching on Katrina's question, which is about Ezra, I, I I don't know where Ezra would go with the information. He saw a lot of locations. I don't think that really... Maybe he'll spend some time like going through images of planets to see if it matches anything that he might remember. Maybe he'll ask Sabine to draw of him a few things, you know, based on his descriptions, because he's apparently done that before with the little owl on her shoulder. So who knows uh, what he'll, he'll what he'll do with that information. It'll probably nag him to the point where he needs to find a different source to clarify what he saw. Hmm. Fair enough. All, all, right, all I awesome. gotta say is that Darth Maul is awesome. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> or, or Darth Maul, please. I don't ever want him to die. I don't. I, I just want him to always be lingering in the background. I don't need to know how his story ends anywhere. I just want him to always be out there. 
Oh, Jeremy, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> uh, do you do you think Darth Maul will be his end at the end of the season, or do you think he'll just be floating around space forever? I still love my my episode eight theory from last episode, where he's just this floating head. <laughs> <laughs> My heart says that he'll just be floating around. He'll be that one character that never gets a true ending, and he's always in search of power and always wants to make people suffer. And in my heart of hearts, I will always believe that. But my brain says, yeah, he'll probably die this year. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Well, the next episode uh, involves Sabine going undercover as as a cadet in the Imperials Elite Fleet. Academy to help free several young pilots who want to deflect to the rebellion. And this particular episode uh, is called the Antilles in Extraction. And of course, Antilles is a common name, but we know who's coming. And I'm yep. very excited. Dash Rendar. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, back to canon. Oh, I'm excited for Wedge. Uh, I have I've recently refallen in love with him during uh, Star Wars Aftermath and Life Debt. So. Oh, he's in Life Debt. That's cool. I haven't read that book yet, so that's that's cool to oh, know. Oh, you need to Every, read. Everybody dies. <laughs> Everyone dies. But yes. Awesome. <laughs> Wedge is a precious, precious flower, and I'm so excited that he's coming back. <laughs> he's a precious flower. Oh, that's amazing. I'm going to have to go into the book thinking that whenever I get to it. <laughs> he is a precious flower in the book, but in like a manly way, I promise. Like, he's like, <laughs> like, I want to protect him and his heart and everything. So <laughs> cool. I'm excited. <laughs> Yay. So we're going to see more Sabine action next episode, which I'm excited about. She's going to have hopefully some really exciting storylines as uh, we progress through the series. But I think that's about it for this episode of Hanging with Team Caden. Where can we find you online, Jonah? You can find me as at BlueJGuys on Twitter and at TheWookieGunner.com. Sweet. And Jeremy? You can find me at JeremyOhio on Twitter and building my shrine at Darth Maul one piece at a time (laughs) in my house. (laughs) In my collecting room in the corner where I have all of my Darth Maul memorabilia and sketches and art prints and... I can just imagine like candles lined up against the wall. Uh, yeah, I'm imagining like Helga trying to Arnold and Hey Arnold, except like Darth Maul is made out of bubble gum in the middle of it. Oh, that that now by the end of the season, I'll have that built and I'll send you a picture. <laughs> oh, gross! Uh, you guys can find me online if you look for Okatrina anywhere. O h c a t r i n a. And you can find me on the Team Kanan Twitter account, Team underscore Kanan on Twitter, where you guys can send us all of your episode thoughts. We periscope before the episode. We live tweet during episodes. So come engage with us and let's have a really, really great time. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, please do rate us well, because we quite appreciate that. And we appreciate your support in making our podcast more famous. Until next time. I have been Katrina, they've been Jonah and Jeremy, and this has been Hanging with Team Kanan. Thank you so much for listening, and may the Force be with you. Ciao!